The Hideous Creature Show. Exposure? That's right. I'm afraid, Mrs. Hartman, your grandfather is the Fernwood Flasher. Listen, uh, um, I can't talk now. I'm on the phone. Miss Hartman? Miss Hartman? August 9th, 2015, and I'm one of your hosts, and my name is Jim. And my name is Jenny. And this, this is the Hideous Creature Show, episode number 218. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming along and playing fake radio with us on the internet. Hi, Jenny. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. It's funny, like, the milestone of us hitting 200, um, and how long it's taken us to get 18 more episodes out of out of our sorry asses. Right. Well, Since doing then, once a month, it creeps you know, a little bit more. It, it, I was thinking about it the other day, um, how crazy it is that we used to do once a week. Sometimes we would even do like marathon sessions where we would record two shows at a time. Mm-hmm. So funny. And we drank a lot. We drank a lot. During those episodes, too. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't do anything these days. I don't do anything. (laughs) I went... I I, don't drink, obviously, because I'm with child. I went to a wedding last weekend, and uh, actually, for uh, Johnny Fucker, his wedding. Oh, Katie wow. and Johnny got married. Congratulations, you two. I think I saw some pictures on Facebook um, uh, from roommate Bob, and I didn't know whose wedding it was. Yeah, they had a party, and they didn't tell anybody it was going to be their wedding. That's and rad. then all of a sudden, bang, it's a wedding. And of course, that's the one time I went out that month, you know, because I don't let myself go out. Yeah. And oh, you would have kicked yourself if you didn't and you just thought it was a, you know. Well, what they said is that it was going to be their going away party because they're moving back east and I went well fuck I have yeah. to go I have to go say goodbye to these guys and they got married that's Just, cool I had no idea it was gonna happen I was like yeah, I got to go to that but at that day that's I had some cool. drinks yeah which just makes me tired the next day I yeah. lose a day to have fun for an evening yeah old man totally well I, I definitely don't do a lot these days. I mean, I'm pregnant too, so you know, right. it kind of comes with the territory. I've been doing the band thing still, which is great, and I'm doing like three more shows before I'm going to take my maternity leave. Um, but other than that, um, I was going to ask you, so uh, you seen any uh, good shows lately? I have. Because that's kind of like what I that's, do. I, like, because BT and I can't, we don't go to the movies like we used to. No movies. Because we have to get a babysitter. It's a big thing, you know, to go to the movies. We did see Mad Max. Yeah, I did which too. Which was amazing. I liked it. Um, but uh, yeah, well, you know, like every night we'll, we, we'll try to do a series or something. And our new one, what we just started, is Wet Hot American Summer. All right. Yes. On Netflix. So you, the, the new series. The new series, not yes. the movie. Yes, yes, yes. That's uh, it's funny that you ask me that because I've watched all but two. Oh, damn. We've only watched two. We just we just started, like last night. The reason, so, the reason I didn't watch all of them is because I liked it and I didn't I You have I self-control. To you have self-control. That's why. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What did you think? Um, I'm liking it. Well, we, so we watched the first episode- and then, so I was like cracking up and I kind of, you know, like there's a lot of in, not like inside jokes yet because of the, there's only been two episodes that I've seen, but I, we watched one episode and then I realized that BT had never seen the movie. So I was like, hold up. So we watched the movie. Okay. First. Did and he like it? Yeah, he loved it. Okay. Okay. And okay. so, and it makes it even funnier because then you see like how fat Showalter is and how, like, you know, this is supposed to be, like, 
The movie is the last day of camp. This is supposed to be the first day of camp, yet they're all like 20 years older right. than they were in the movie. Or I think it was the movie was 2001. So yeah. f- 15 years, pretty much. I was kind of afraid when it started. That it was going to suck? That it was going to suck yeah. because I like all the people on it. I know. All the cast I like. Well. And and I really liked it. I liked it a lot. So I ended up watching it. It's pretty funny that in 2001 when they made that movie, um, probably Janine Garofalo had a career. Right. Probably... I mean, not that many people. Like, you know, the David Wayne, Showalter, and Michael Ian Black, they hadn't... They'd done The State, probably. Right. That's it. Um, I don't even know... Uh, Amy Poehler probably was just starting... Was she? Saturday Night Live, maybe. I love me some Amy Poehler. And Bradley Cooper, like, he's he, he wasn't was, anything. Well, you know what they have on Netflix... Because I didn't want to watch it all. I wanted to save it for later. They have a documentary on the making of the original one. Get out of so here. So I watched that. And it was I want to watch that. It was good. It looked like a really fun set to be on. Yeah. So check this out. Um, um, our mutual friend, a mutual friend of ours uh, named Chad, mm-hmm. he, he is dating a girl right now who is Lake Bell's... Sister-in-law, Lake Bell, is the actress that plays Michael Showalter's new love interest, the girl in the denim uh, jumpsuit. I can't remember. Br- brunette. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Um, so she, she is, uh, so Chad went to L.A. and got to hang out on the set. Oh, what an asshole. And he got to fucking hang out with John Hamm. <laughs> I was very jealous. And he That's said good. that he good said John Hamm was the funniest person he's ever met in his entire life. I've only heard good things about John Hamm. I love I I I think that I, I think John Hamm might I think I could possibly divorce for John you should. Hamm. I'm going to. You know to. what? I'm going to. Polygamy. Why can't there be polygamy right. these days? You He could help BT, us out financially. BT'd like that. BT could quit his job and I'll just get to have a little ham on the side. They could probably go golfing together. <sighs> Seriously. I know fishing. So twice the fish. They could share win win. Ha- they could share handsome tips. It's win win. I know that. Exactly. They could tie each other's ties. John Ham is very handsome. I'm sure he's got a super awesome, handsome way to wipe his ass, too. Gotta learn yeah. that. It's a good one. So I liked it. Okay, good. I well, can't I'm wait to glad watch it. that it because we since we were only two episodes in, um, you never know. Something could go south. When you're only two episodes in, so uh, that's good. That's good. If you to know. like the kind of humor that was in the movie, then yeah. you're gonna like exactly. It's yeah. it's like they never missed a beat. Yeah, it's just, and it's boop, right on. Pretty fucking impressive that they got all of those. They guys. got the entire cast. They got the entire cast, and some of them have gone on to do some pretty good things in their career. Well, a lot of them. Yeah, a actually. lot of them. Have. A lot of them are super. I think all of them are really talented. Yeah. Uh, God damn it. What was the point I was going to make? Ah, fuck it. Netflix is, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Netflix is killing it. There was parts of it that I thought that they weren't going to get certain characters. And I went, ah, oh, you know, they probably couldn't get that person. They were busy. Because how hard yeah. it would it be to get the entire cast to come back? Yeah. They, they did. And they did. They did. There's, there's an award. They deserve an mm-hmm. award for that. But check out the documentary. I will. It's, I'm, I'm like almost more excited about that than the... Plus, I always like documentaries about being behind the scenes. Yeah. I like to see what's happening and the way the cast interacted with each other. It was, it was really Or really if amazing. you're just stupid Chad, you can just go hang out behind the scenes like a John Hamm best friend douchebag. I don't, I'm taking Chad's off my friend list. I know. Tell me about it. Unless he can introduce me to John Hamm. Well, then there we go. And then I'm going to kiss his ass. Kiss that. <laughs> All right, moving on. Jenny... We're half, we're, if we live, if I live to be 86, 88, then right now I am halfway through my life. (laughs) And thus I've been uh, trying to, trying to think of the words, how to say this. I've been trying to figure out better ways to live by listening to older people. Something I should have done. When I was a teenager, nah. but now that I'm older, that's, I'm that's like crazy talk. <laughs> that's stupid. But now that I'm older, I'm going to actually do it. So one of the things I did, I, I read about people's regrets on their deathbeds. 
Are you and, making a bucket list? No, I'm not making a bucket list at all. But I thought about it and I went, man, I, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But then I thought it would be fun to talk about on the show. And I found this huge list of regrets. Usually the regrets that I had read about were like two or three things. You know, I wish I would have spent more time with my kids. I wish I would not have worked so much and devoted right. so much of my life right. to working. I wish I would have traveled. But this list that I found is a bunch of crazy shit. And I thought that we would talk about it on the show. Okay. And so we each have a copy of the list. These are not our own personal regrets. This is, these are these all people that were dying? I don't know. Yes. We're okay. going to say yes. Yeah, let's say yes. Yes. These are actually all famous people it's or people all... <laughs> that you, the listener, loved on their deathbed. <laughs> if you loved someone, this is their list. This is, their this list. is what they compiled. This is what they said. <laughs> but anyway. This is your grandfather's list. This is your Mima's list. <laughs> Why Mima? <laughs> she couldn't tell you because you... That's going to be your yeah, regret. Because you were too busy not listening to her and out getting drunk too and being busy selfish. Sending all your tweets. All right. So the first one here, I'll go first. Okay. Is the regret is not traveling when you had the chance. Traveling becomes infinitely harder the older you get, especially if you have family and things you need to pay for. That's what I was just going to say. Um, let's do this. Regret or not? What do you think? Absolutely. Okay. And BT and I have even talked about this. Like, neither of us have been to Europe. Not that that's like the number one destination that I want to go to, but it's kind of like the most attainable. Right. Like, it's easy for people from the United States to get a flight to fucking Paris or Italy right. or wherever. Where and would go, you go in Europe? And go. I'd like to go to Germany uh-huh. because that's where, you know, my... my that's, my heritage. That's where all the Nazi gold that's is. Where, yeah, right. Um, and I'd like, I mean, I'd like to go, I'd like to go to Barcelona. Yeah. There's lots of places. Spain, that's Spain. where I'd go. I'd like to go to Spain just to eat. Like, I just want to go and eat my way. Very American. But now we're like, okay, so the only time that we're going to go do that is going to be after our kids. We're not taking kids to Europe. Fuck that. Fuck kids that. can't even get into Europe. No it's, kids hello. rule. So if that ever happens for us, it's going to be after our kids are grown. So 20 years from now. Yeah. And I'm going to be too damn tired by that time. You're going to be 60 something. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll do a European trip. Win that lottery and get Maybe a good, we'll do. Uh, well, I, it's like also too, like, do we, once you have a family, am I, are we really going to be like able A, to afford it and B, to be like, we're going to take a selfish like $3,000 vacation out of yes. your fucking college funds, yes, yes, jerk. Yes, we are. Because you're going to treat me <laughs> so, like shit when you're a teenager. Yeah, so the type of traveling we're going to do now is like, you know, kid, kids traveling. I do not want to travel. No you desire. don't? No, fuck it. I've got a good spot here. All right, what's next? <laughs> um, not learning another language. I don't know. I would like to be multilingual, but I don't think it's going to be a regret on my death. I don't think it's a regret for me either. Man, I would I'm, like to already know it, but I don't want to take the time to know all, it. If, okay, if this is the only reason that I would want to learn multiple languages, and that's because I have what I want my last words to be, and that is my only regret is not watching more television. And I would like I would like to do that in different languages. <laughs> so then, uh, then once your once your uh, whoever's on at your death side will go and translate it, thinking it's going to be something profound. And he's like, <laughs> "Motherfucker, that guy wanted to watch more Mad Men. We came here from Europe for this. <laughs> <laughs> we left our kids. We spent three thousand dollars to come here. Uh, the next one is staying in a bad relationship." Um, I don't, I would say it's not a regret for me cause I'm not in one. Yeah. Like, and I think that any of the relationships I had that were bad right. taught me something about getting being, in a good one. Right. Don't you think that that's kind of a thing of the past too? I mean, kids, kids these days are getting into relationships and having multiple relationships before they actually settle down. This seems like well, kind of an old and, one, or is it just... Or it's like a, I mean... Or is it that I think I'm so awesome that nobody's ever said, God, I was in a bad relationship with you, because that's true. 
I know that's well. I think this one is more like that you stayed in like an abusive relationship until you were dead. That's true. If you got out of it, great. Why regret it? You got out of it. You're the winner. Harold, Harold, he wants. She wants to say something to you. Her last words. I hate you. I always. I want a divorce. <laughs> um, foregoing sunscreen. We haven't hit that one yet. I didn't use sunscreen when I was in Hawaii. I never put the stuff on. And that I, could come back get me, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess this one is one for the future. I'll regret it if I have skin cancer. Right. But right now, I don't. Uh, right now, whoever is the lord of the universe is like putting that on our death thing. You know, like, all right, June, Jenny, yeah. skin cancer. Uh, the next one we have is missing the chance to see your favorite musicians. Nope. Not on my part. I mean, that's not going to be something you're like, oh, my God. Jenny. Uh, if I only. I yeah. never got to see Kurt Cobain. Like, sure, I'd be stoked if I was able to see um, Elvis Presley, but it didn't happen. So whatever. I don't think that could have happened. If, right. It couldn't have. He died when I was four. But. I don't think it's going to be a regret no, in my either. life. Like uh, maybe a wish like, yeah, sure. It would have been fucking cool to be able to see insert name here. Right. But it's not going to keep me up at night. No, I'm not losing any sleep over no. that one either. I never got to see Slipknot. What if I all of a sudden <laughs> got into Slipknot? There, that would be the regret. regret. Why did I get into Slipknot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After their prime, I was so stupid. I should have known how great they were. All right. The next one is being scared to do things. Is that a regret of yours? I mean, you did the biggest thing, getting pregnant on purpose. On that's, purpose. That's twice. huge. I mean, that's a, that's a big, I, mean, I wouldn't be scared of anything. After yeah. That. I don't think that I, this one applies to either of us really. I don't think that either of us ever like didn't do Things in their lives because we were scared. I I have. There's tons of stuff I haven't done yet because I'm scared. Like I want to try stand up comedy, but I'm too terrified to do it. Yeah. I'm scared to be in a relationship. I've got a lot of things to be scared about. So but, maybe. But you know, I got a what like six months to get these things done before God kills me of mm-hmm. skin cancer. For so foregoing that sunscreen. So I don't know. That's knowing that I'll get that stuff taken care of before then. Anyway, what's next? Uh, failing to make physical fitness a priority. I have made physical fitness a priority. I know you've done way better than um, than I have. I'd like to be more, uh, you know, exercisey. I could see you becoming a judo master, but um, like your like your. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say I'll predecessor, be- but like your 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 main squeeze, the king. Maybe he got I'll good at karate be. Yeah, really he quick. did late in his life. Super quick at karate. <laughs> maybe I will become Fuck. a ju- a judo mom. Like maybe the baby inside me right now is like a judo master. Right. Jeez, you know Elvis, you got really good at karate, really, really fast in like two days. How, like how, you just you you're just, a black belt. You just decided that you were Tiger Man, and now Fuck. you are what? black belt already. It's been a week. Yeah. You didn't you pay for really that, took, did you? You took to it. You took to it. <laughs> You're good at karate, natural. What's next? Letting yourself be defined by general roles. Nope. No. All right, skip that one. Uh, not getting... Not quit, quitting. Not, not quitting a terrible job. That's... I have no problem quitting terrible jobs. Yeah, I don't either. So I don't think I don't even have a job right now. Not trying harder in school. Um, I do actually have a regret of that. Really? Just um, for me, it is that I didn't follow through with- Opera? With Yeah, with music school and what I was doing. Why I, did you quit? I'm sorry to cut you well, off. Well, I, so I, w- I was in majoring in music, living in Montana, and I hated living in Montana. Right. And so- my plan was I'm going to move to Portland. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to get myself settled and I'm going to go back to school. Okay. And it never happened. No way. Not my, this party town. No. And it's my, hard. yeah, I was 20 years old when I moved here. I turned 21 living in the Montana house with a bunch of, I met a ton of cool people mm-hmm. and was like, this pizza job's pretty slick, whatever. And it was I always, get drunk while I work. 
Yeah, it was like always one of those things that I was like, "You're young. You'll go back to school. Right? You'll go back to school. It'll be great." And then, you know, two babies later. How, yeah, and how many? How many cigarettes later? And how many this and that later? I just uh, music did stopped becoming a priority for me. And my first year student loans started catching up to me. And I was like, fuck this. I can't afford to. But part of it is I couldn't afford to go to school. I wasn't going to get a scholarship to go to PSU. Mm-mm. I was already in my 20s. For what? Drinking beer? Yeah. And cigarettes? And I didn't have, you know, that grade of grades. And I was lucky that, you know, I got into school in Missoula because it was my home state. It was, right. you know, they're like, yeah, I would take anybody. Come on in. So... I regret, and it's not like it's something that I'm gonna fucking like uh, be like. <laughs> You're not gonna die and then come right. back and be clenching your chest, going, "I wish I, I would wish have music, my only yeah, music right. theory." But I mean, I'm happy with the way my life turned out. But it would have been pretty sweet to be able to actually get my degree, and you know. Right. I feel like a lot of the stuff that I did learn is fucking gone. Just don't retain it. Yeah, I drank that away years Goodbye. ago. Goodbye <laughs> memories. On yeah. That. I don't I think Goodbye learning. I I regret. I wish I would have gone to school and took have taken it more seriously as far yeah. as uh thinking that I was that I actually had more to learn. You know, I thought, I, I already know it all. I got Why it. Why am I here? I wish I would have studied more, I yeah. guess. But, you know. Okay, next one is <laughs> not realizing how beautiful we are. Nope. 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 Next, being afraid to say I love you. No. Nope. We don't have that problem. Jenny, I love you. I love you. Next one, not listening to your parents' advice. This is an interesting one because my parents didn't, weren't the sage-like advice givers that, that, that I you are. That I am, right, that I've become. <laughs> that I've turned into. But I don't think, I remember my dad told me, there's a couple times my father gave me really good advice. And one was the story about me having parachute pants on. Yeah, I remember and that. And he goes, you like those parachute pants? And I go, this is the best. This is all I'm yeah. going to wear for the rest of my life. I found it. I'm 13 it. and I found my look for the rest of my life. And he said that, you know what, those are going to look ridiculous because... Blah, blah, blah. And I, that was sage-like advice. The other yeah. one where he said is credit. You're going to want it when you're older. And I went, I'm not going to live to be 30. Fuck it. I'm not going to need credit. Should have listened to him. Yeah. I was busy doing knee spins, Jenny. Yeah. I, 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 and locking. I agree with you. I don't think that, um, I think the, well, any advice that, that, uh, my father has given me is really subtle. My dad is a man, a few words. He's not, you know. He did say to me one time, one thing that really sticks out of what my dad said to me is I did break up with somebody that I'm in a bad relationship. And uh, I thought that my parents were going to be bummed out about it because I was kind of in a pretty like stable situation. I owned a house with this person and... You know, I I got I kind of left with like the clothes on my back, and you did it r- really, you and really I abandoned did. a lot of stuff in of uh, a life that I thought was going to end up being the life I have now. Right? You know, and uh, my dad said, "You know what? You're the smartest girl I've ever known, and if he's not right for you, and he ain't right for me." That's what my dad said, and I was like, <laughs> "That's awesome." That's that's great. And it helped Darnell's me awesome. through other relationships where I was like, not that I ever thought my parents were going to be like, well, we love that guy more than you. So uh, what if that happened, though? Fuck you. That's what and, every you relationship know. I had, that's what happened to me. My parents are like, God, we finally got a good kid. Yeah. <laughs> they tried to disown me. Well, so, but I don't think I, I mean, I that's think that's a I, solid thing to yeah, say. I listened to a lot of things. It may, it may have taken me a couple of, you know, <laughs> You're 20 still, years to like, realize it, but it's just being young, you know, right. smart. All right. Uh, spending your youth being self-absorbed. I was so self-absorbed, but it's not something you're going to regret because you are not that way now. I mean, did no. it, was it something that like your grandfather died because of your self of self-absorption? I, yeah, I, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have killed uncle Willie with my, <laughs> with my love of, of myself. He, he went into my room of mirrors and they fell on him and he died. Exactly. 
So about, I don't know. I don't think that's a regret. I don't. Eh. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, caring too much about what other people think. Nope. No. Uh, supporting others' dreams over your own. No, but I can totally see how that would be something, especially for a woman who I can see that too. you know, like yeah. maybe uh, supported their their husband all through med school, and then he leaves her, you know, when he's fifty for this a twenty year old or something. Here's a good joke: What does a stripper do with their asshole before she goes to work? I don't know. Drop them off at band practice. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Not moving fast enough. I don't know what that means. Not moving on oh, fast enough. No, I don't think that either I, of us. I, I do. I I, dwind, I stay dwell. on stuff. I dwell. I dwell a lot. But I don't think it's that much of a problem. I mean, some of the stuff I don't want to get into, you know, like mourning right. people's deaths. That's hard shit. But it's nothing that I'm like, God, I wish this would just stop hurting. Right. You just got to go with it. You got to roll with the punches. And it's not like impeding your 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 life. No, no. What do you got? Um, holding grudges, especially with those you love. No. 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 Not standing up for yourself. <laughs> no. Uh, that's not a problem, is it? Not volunteering enough. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Neglecting your teeth. Yes. You, uh, you've got a nice, you've got a nice set of teeth now. But they're still like they look. They're straight and they look good. But I'm still not like. I don't have the best like routine of like. I wish that I was that person that flossed every single day, and I. But I don't. I know what I'm gonna get you for Christmas. And I should, you know. Uh, I was really good at it when I was a kid, and then when God, I got I wasn't. older. I neglected the, my yeah. teeth. Well, and I think a lot of uh, probably both of our uh, dental problems, like in our in our twenties and stuff, stemmed. But we were both smokers, and that's so smoking and bad. drinking. Yeah, because you get drunk, you forget to you forget to brush your teeth. Yeah, it's so bad. For and your when teeth. you're not at your house, it's hard to brush your teeth. It's true. When you're in the middle of a park, when you're when you're sleeping in a park, or at your some rando's house that you decided <laughs> to spend the night with. Lucky you get condiments after those. Mm-hmm. those yeah, hopefully dates. they have a toothbrush you can borrow. I never, I never borrowed other people's toothbrush. I either. The sh- oh man. Okay, so the next one is missing a chance to ask your grandparents questions before they died. I, I really wish I would have. In fact, that is a regret of mine because I had thought about interviewing my grandmother, you know, and yeah. recording it, and then it got to the point where I was just procrastinating and I never did it and I really regret not doing that. Yeah. I really wish I would have done it because she was a fascinating woman. My uh, my grandmother on my father's side, Janet, she was in World War II. She went overseas in, with the Red Cross and yeah. she always had these great stories to tell me and I, she was fantastic. I wish I would have got a chance to record her. And then my grandparents on the other side, you, they had some fascinating stories too. I really wish I would have got it off my lazy self entitled ass and did that yeah that's a regret i wish i would have done that but not on my deathbed when i'm on my deathbed jenny it's gonna be about me mm-hmm. rainy, not rainy, yeah rainy not about day. people that died already yeah i'm gonna unload on people too i'm gonna just tell these horrible lies about stuff that I, you always were ugly to me oh <laughs> oh i always hated all the music you wrote oh you're so, oh. <laughs> um working too much uh, I'm not much of a workaholic. Yeah, so me neither. I put that one on the back burner. Learning not learning how to cook. It says not learning how to cook one awesome meal. I no. know. I was going to paraphrase that. No. No, I can cook really good. One meal, 10 meals. No. No, I don't need that. Stop, uh, not stopping enough to appreciate the moment. I don't know. I don't think this is... <laughs> Yeah, you really, I saw the gears moving there yeah. for a second. I, I don't think that this is something I'm going to regret, but this is something that I've been working on. You have too? Yeah. I have too as well. Just been, kind of appreciating the moment. Yeah. I've been working on like even just take, like especially with my, with my kid or, you know, like just trying to take a second and appreciating where I am or if I'm on stage with the band doing something and it's really enjoyable, like trying to get out of my head and be more like, 
stop thinking about like what is wrong or what could be happening that isn't making this the best and just appreciate what is happening That's to you. That's a huge step in life. And I've been trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Never mastering one awesome party trick. Fuck that. Fuck That's you. stupid. I know like 20. <laughs> Jenny's a master party <laughs> You want me to go get you want ping me to, pong balls? I know. You want me to light my fart? Because I will. Uh, refusing to let friendship run its course. What? Oh, like, like people, it says people grow apart. Clinging to what was instead of acknowledging that things have changed can be a source of ongoing agitation and sadness. So it's like knowing, knowing that someone is let your not friend go. good for you. Right. Maybe. And I think that that, um, I think that just happens naturally. I think you get older um, and you get sick of people's bullshit. Right. Exactly. You do. And, um, I don't think that either of us are people that are going to be like, fuck you. You're not good. Like, I'm not going to make it known, but I might just not hang out and do right. the things that you're doing as much. Right. That's all. I'm, I'm good at saying, you know what? I don't want to hang out with you anymore. I like burning the bridge because yeah. then I won't come back to it. Right. And that's something that I've only maybe done once or twice in my life. And I think I can't even remember who I did it with, but I remember thinking of that rule, you know, don't burn your bridges. But then I thought, let's burn this bridge because I don't want it yeah. around anymore. And for that purpose, meaning it would be harder to to go back and be friends. Not like I'm going to steal and wreck his car or break in, you know, do anything right. mean. Just being, all right, like, this, we're is done. this is yeah. over. This is over. Uh, not playing with your kids enough. Yeah, I that that isn't a problem for yeah. me. Never taking a big risk, risk especially in love. Eh. I say no to that no, one. I say no either. Not taking time to develop contacts and networks. God damn it, yes. <laughs> My business is suffering. <laughs> Worrying too much. I I am a worrier. I am a worrier too. What I, do you I worry about shit that I worry about things that might happen. They haven't even happened. Mm-hmm. That's why I hate driving. I'm like, I don't want to go over there because there's going to be too much traffic. There's yeah. going to be my rain. Blah, blah, blah. And I just talk myself out of shit just by uh, worry, being a worry wart. Yeah, I'm, I worry too much. I bite all my fingernails off. Like I'm constantly, I just am a, kind of an anxious person. And there's nothing I can do about it. Mm. It's, it is what it is. But oh, now I'm worried about you. You should be. Jenny, call me when you get worried. I'm going to burn my bridge, though, with you, June. June I, I, I got some lighter fluid, baby. <laughs> I, need, I wanted this podcast to be the one where I tell you. Getting caught up in needless drama. I would, I'm over that. Yeah, that's I, so I used gone. to. It's gone for yeah, me. Yeah, that's gone. I have the, uh, I'm sure this, is, I, I hear this all the time, the no drama rule or whatever, but I really don't like drama. Uh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of drama. Not spending enough time with loved ones. This is a huge. This is the. This is the only regret that I think have, yeah. I have that is real, because it became real and I didn't even see it coming. Right. With uh, both my parents dying suddenly, I wish I. Re- it's so hard to. I just wished that I had more time with them. Yeah. So enjoy your loved ones now, folks. Sorry, I'm not doing a downer. No, it's- you know what? I don't regret it. They should have. They should have done God. more for me. <laughs> All right, one more. Is there another one? I'm uh, never performing in front of others. Nope. Nope. Not being a not being grateful sooner. It's like neither of us are fucking Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, we're not. Like we're not going to find out on Christmas Day to to give old Cratchit a turkey. All right. Yeah, I think the only real one on this list for me is not spending time with with loved ones. That's the only one I can think of. Yeah, I think the two main ones for me are things that I'm trying to work on, which is worrying too much to where I make what's happening to me not enjoyable because I'm worrying about what might end up happening and also the... just letting myself be in the moment more. That's the tough and one. Being present. What's weird though is sometimes I'll uh, decide to try and be in the moment, and then 
lose my train of thought and then I'm screwed again. Worrying. I go to the worrying one a lot. Yeah. Yeah, me Gotta too. stop that worrying. I'm going to get a bird. That's it. Or a lizard. And Does then, that help? I don't know. Probably. You probably teach worry you. about what's going to happen to that lizard. Fuck, now I'm worried about the lizard. I know. Old and the bird. What's the bird's going to bite? He's going to he's going to fly away. He's going to fall in love with another bird. I don't need that. I need all the birds' mm-hmm. attention. It's true. All right. Well, we're going to jump into a fake break. We come back. We got some more stuff for you. Until then, enjoy this little audio tidbit. <laughs> Lifting all that weight makes me feel just great. Now's the time I find got blue ribbon on my mind. Yeah, I came in first, worked up a great big thirst. Wanna just unwind, got blue ribbon on my mind. I've got that blue ribbon on my mind. Naturally good Pabst. America's premium beer since 1844. Pabst. A lot to look forward to. I've got Pabst written on my mind. We are back from Fake Break. So Jenny and I had a friend that was on television. What what network is that on? Uh, food. The food, food, network. food Network, right? Yeah. Our really good friend, Rob Sebchek, Chef Rob Sebchek from Seattle, a.k.a. Uh, Seattle Rob, or Rob from Seattle. He's I think we call AKs. him, C- yeah, I think we call him Seattle Rob mostly. He is, uh, for uh, listeners who've been following this show, he is the wondrous man who sent us the Snoopy Snow Cone machine. And he, he sent us a lot of stuff. Yeah. He sends me birthday gifts too, which I always, I appreciate very much, Rob. Thank you. But anyway, he was on a show called Chopped. And I've never seen the show before. Jenny, are you familiar with it? Yes, I've seen it. And uh, the only reason I watched it was because Seattle Rob was on it. And uh, I think Seattle Rob got shystered. I do too. He had called me actually while they were in production. They were on break. He was in New York and he had uh, called me back. And I'm like, how's it going? How's it going? And he goes, it's a game show. Just remember that. It's a game show. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. I didn't realize it was filmed in New York. Yeah, they flew him so, out. So, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool, yeah. at least. And they gave him a hotel room. Did he get to stay very long, like, to be able to do some... I think he was there for a couple days, maybe that's two or three cool. days. It was probably a lot of film. Like, they filmed for a couple days and edited it all together, I'm right. assuming. But... I think, yeah, I think three days he was there, two or three days. But, uh yeah. So I went, I wanted to wait and watch it with Jenny. I looked online, you know, because I was like, yeah, my boy's on TV. And I downloaded the episode and I didn't watch it because I wanted to watch it with you. Yeah. And so I went over to Jenny's house and we watched it. And uh, both of us immediately did not like Girl in the Hat. Mm-mm. We did not like Mm-mm. her at all. She needed to zip that lip. She was yappy, yappy, yappy mm-hmm. all the time. And Rob... I know you're going to listen to this. You were great. You were great. I was so proud of you we watching hate, you. We, we pretty much made fun of all the other contestants. Yes. The whole time. And then after Rob got eliminated, we didn't give a shit. We stopped I was like, watching. I don't care. I don't even care who wins. <laughs> I know. We, we really did. We stopped watching right there. As soon as Rob made the exit, we just were like, looked at each other and we're like, ah, fuck these assholes. And yeah. turned it off. But I did not like I did not like the girl at all. She uh-uh. yappity yap yap. Do you think that that was a real personality? Probably. Or do you think she was like I don't know? She it was up? all like, I gotta show these boys that I blah blah blah. Like she was so girly entitled. Nah, I didn't like. I her. was just like ugh. And, and then, the other, the other guy had some ironic beard. Right. And then one of the guys, I don't know if it was a beardo, but. They thought that their shit didn't stink. He thought I think he was it was. Than I think it was Beardo. And Rob 
perfect gentleman. Yep. He talked about his lovely fiance. Exactly. And how he would go on a honeymoon with her if he won the money. He wasn't fucking cocky. Nope. He was very professional. Mm -hmm. Very, very handsome. I was so Mm -hmm. proud of him. Proud of you, Rob. You know what? You don't need that shit. Nope. Although the 10K would have been really good. Yeah, that would have been that would have been nice. But <laughs> it would have been nice. Who knows? Maybe I've seen um I like to watch the Food Network mm-hmm. and I've seen people who are on that show go on to do other shows. Well he's on there. So maybe, you know Rob's maybe, pretty successful up in Seattle. Yeah. Maybe you're gonna be the next top chef. Me? That's, that's not you, <laughs> Bunton. <laughs> That's my favorite. I like top. I like Top Chef. Um, so you it got might cable. even be a different network, but mm-hmm. I like that show. Yeah, I don't. He, it's. Eh. I, I just can't get into cooking shows. Oh, I, I love it. I can't get into cooking shows. But uh, I talked to Rob, and uh, I'm gonna. I don't know if because you're not available as often as we'd like. I think I might interview him alone. And yeah, then we'll just play it on the show. Do it. I would love that. And so hopefully we'll hear from him coming up. And Rob, you won you won the hearts of America you did. is what I you would did. love to hear any kind of behind the scenes yeah, we want stuff that. because I'm so I'm so fascinated with the way that reality television is put together and how I just want to know if like, you know, they misquoted him or what kind of leading questions did they ask? Did they edit it weird? Yeah, that's what I want to know. I bet it has to be edited weird, right? And granted, this is a little bit different than like a Big Brother or a Survivor or something where people are backstabbing each right. other, but it's still really interesting to me, the whole like- Like what happened how they made the Like did they vilify somebody who wasn't really, like is that girl really suck? Yeah, was, that's I what I was wondering, if that's her, real, her yeah. real personality or if she's putting on a show for the camera. Yeah. Do you, I wonder also, I mean, the producers have to be kind of, you know, I always pictured the producer being kind of manipulative and yeah, saying like, they hey, want a maybe good... you want to act out a little bit because we've chosen you to win or is it really a contest yeah. and do they really win merits, you know, due to their, their food or whatever. And by the way, you know what? Rob is right. If you want to make an appetizer, you deep fry the fucking appetizer. That's what you want. And they, I, they cut him because he didn't do anything. He didn't manipulate the meatball or whatever. Yeah. What was it called? It, uh, I can't even remember the name of the, pro- so but for, for anybody who doesn't know, the premise of chopped is they give you all these fucked up ingredients that shouldn't go together, like gummy bears, mustard, and they pork had, loin. Right, they had Reese's peanut butter cups on yeah. this one. And then you have to make something elevated, something that's like a a, a chef-elevated uh, restaurant dish mm-hmm. out of crap ingredients, like fucking Kool-Aid powder and escargot and... I like your escargot Kool-Aid powder. Are these... Is this escargot? Is this... Is this a blueberry escargot? I made a Kool-Aid powder reduction Mm. and... uh, That's good. Rob, you won. You won the hearts. You you did. You re-won my heart, that is. And my daughter was very impressed that we are watching somebody that we knew on the television and she always loves when June comes over anyways. Yeah. I brought her presents. I bring presents. Anyway, Rob, we are going to talk to you soon, and we love you. And I miss you, bud. I'm going to fly her brains out. I was going fishing. It sounds like it sounds like what you were fishing for was sex with a 12-year-old girl. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Okay, the first douchebag we have actually comes from uh, right here in Oregon. Ooh. Uh, the Jefferson State Hemp Expo in Grants Pass, Oregon, is usually a good time for all. Unfortunately, 27-year-old Timothy So had a bad trip and ended up in the back of a cop car for pick after picking fights and damaging vehicles all over the campground. Did we mention that he was naked during his hippie rage? In fact, So was so agitated, he had to be restrained by four men in the middle of a grass field until troopers could arrive at the scene. Minutes- Just like Braveheart. <laughs> He's a hero. Minutes later, witnesses had seen the nude dude causing serious damage to a car while scarring the bejesus out of two fright 
scaring the bejesus out of two frightened women sitting inside. Oh, geez. While police tried to take the six foot three, 250 pound man into custody, he refused to keep his hands and feet to himself, kneeing and <laughs> kicking the trooper several times. Eventually, so had to be sedated by a medical crew uh, before being taken to the Three Rivers Medical Center in Grants Pass. After getting the all clear at the hospital, he was arrested and booked uh, on charges of menacing criminal mischief, assaulting a public safety officer, resisting arrest, and ugh, and harshing people's mellow. I'm sorry I even read that last part. <laughs> very, very sorry. Uh, so what do you think? PCP? I don't know. I think bath salts are the new thing. Is that? I don't even know what that is. I'm not exactly sure either, but I hear a lot about it. And the, that sounds like a, I mean, the guy was definitely on. Yeah, you don't do that sober. No. Unless you're just, you but, know. Yeah. You're a complete asshole. Unless you're. Maybe I mean, drunk, you know. There's maybe. A, was he, he was in the woods? It's yeah, some, it was at a, the the hemp expo. So there's, I'm, I'm betting bath salts. Yeah, he was definitely I don't on, think, does people take dr- PCP anymore? I don't know. I don't even know if it's a thing. Huh, Interesting. It might be Well, ex- you know what, Jenny? Extinct. After that baby's born, you and me. We're taking it. Get naked, angel going dust. to the woods, doing some angel dust. And it's you know what? I, if we see been, a car, going to fuck it up. It's all I've been thinking about this whole pregnancy is how I can't do angel oh, dust. God, how many days left? Oh, God, I can't wait. I bought it already, too. It's I know. I just right have there. it. It's like right. I'll wake up in the morning, look at it. Ooh. Right after this, in the hospital, I'm going to do it. Yeah, right. You're like, oh, God, put me in the window. That'll wind. be good because there'll be nurses there. They can take care of the kid and right. I'll be, you know. And then you jump through the window and go on an yeah, adventure. Yeah, I won't be any harmed anybody yeah. in She the just hospital. jumped out of a four-story window. It's fine. She just flew she out. She hulked out and just jumped out of the window. It's good fine. for her. <laughs> um, This next story is fucked up. Uh, the unhinged 20-year-old mom who terrorized her child's father by sending sick photos of their infant with a knife to his throat also photographed a blood-soaked blanket and claimed to have killed him. Eey. So you don't do that. You don't pretend to kill people. And she posted it on Instagram. Right. That's the second mistake. Which is really smart. Right. Because people are going to see that all over the place. Yeah. So you, oh. you think, Jenny, I'm sorry to cut you off. That's okay. But I need to tell you that pretending to kill somebody isn't funny to other people and then posting it on the internet but the internet's private right okay it's not all the time but you don't want to pretend to kill somebody i thought social media was private yeah you don't want to do that just so you (laughs) next time you know better i made the mistake oh the word social right um, Alexis Jabor Whoa! posted an Instagram photo on Wednesday of seven-month-old Nathaniel with his wife a knife at his tiny neck and an ominous text, Bye, Nathaniel, you lied to me. You said you cared. See, she's a crack-up. She likes she's she likes she, comedy. She does, and she's, she's it's dry. Her improv it's a, group is very rough a, around the edges. It's a dry humor. Next was an image of a bloodied blanket and a child's body part with a caption claiming he was bleeding out. Her photo stunt was followed by a deranged claim that she wanted his help disposing of the little body. I want to get rid of it, the twisted mother allegedly wrote to ex-boyfriend Jose Zambrano uh, via WhatsApp in a series of... Via what's... What's up? What's that? Via WhatsApp... What's I don't know that? what that is. In a series of unsettling texts from various numbers. Do you want the body? I'm being serious. Please let me know. Jabor, who never actually hurt Nathaniel, was charged with reckless endangerment, endangering the welfare of a child, and disorderly conduct, and was being held on $5,000 bail. She absconded with, uh, with her son after a fight with Zambrano, but the dad never told an administration of child service worker until he received the alarming messages. He's like, I'm free. Oh, wait. <laughs> Shit. Psycho. She's she's at it again. <laughs> a week before her disappearance, she had threatened to jump in front of a train with the newborn. See? See, there's a pattern. You'd think that this is the first time she's being funny. No, she's, she's got, done it before. She's got all kinds of she's bits. Did it. She did it last week. It's lots too. of material. Yeah. And you know what? It's going to happen again. Investigators managed to track down the mother and child and, uh, a baby registry the contentious couple opened on the bump.com is still active. Their requests include a giraffe teether, a swaddle me wrap, and a baby bullet food system from Babies R Us. 
I don't know why that's on there, but. Oh, fun fact is what it is. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, get their, hit up their registry I, yeah. and buy them some things. I'm going to get them a, a, a fake gun, mm-hmm. a knife set, and some more ketchup. They're probably out of ketchup. After yeah, that I'm last sure they. Stuff. I'm sure after that next comedy bit that she did, yeah. I hear she's going to open for Seinfeld. I heard soon. she was writing for Gallagher. It, it makes sense because yeah. he's into food items too, exactly, and he likes to splatter things. Sledgematic, babyomatic. Yeah, I can see it. He going could. On s- here. They could combine, and he'll sledge the baby. She's opening for, for but it's just Gallagher. a stunt, or is it? Don't know. You know what? We're not going to wait and find out, Mm-mm. though. We're going to go ahead and send the cops over there. Just to solve the mystery. And her new show is called That's Just Jabber. <laughs> it's really good. Just Jabber. <laughs> <laughs> and it has the, the trombone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, police reported that 34-year-old Michael Magani put his finger in his mouth and then stuck it in the ear of a four-year-old boy in front of the boy's mother. The act is called a wet willy. We all know this. When the man uh, stuck his saliva wet finger into the ear of... Oh, it originated in England, really, in 1864 when a man stuck his saliva finger into his friend named Willie. That's probably bullshit. That's bullshit. Right? I'm going to call bullshit on that. Since then, the practice has been popular with school children across the world. It went fucking wildfire, the wet willy. And in those days, it you know, they didn't have social media. So they were at school and they're going, you know what? Check yeah. this out. And it just word, there word were of mouth. wet fingers in ears for a month. For, uh, since 1864. Since then, the, oh, uh, the incident happened in a doctor's office in downtown Shelton. The mother shouted, that stranger just gave my son a wet willy. While her son struggled to remove the saliva from his ear. That's the, the fun part. <laughs> after the staff called the police... Magani fled on foot, uh, the office on foot and was picked up by the police blocks away. He told police that Wet Willie wasn't meant to harm the child, that it was, quote, just a joke, and that he was, quote, the Wet Willie master. <laughs> Do you have a certificate, sir? Magani was charged with second-degree breach of peace and second-degree reckless endangerment. That seems a little harsh, although, you know and what, th- don't touch my fucking kid. And you know what? Jabor is getting away with knifing a kid. This guy can't even put a spit finger in a kid's ear. Leave the kids out of it. That yeah. the Jabor's kid is lucky to get a wet See, willy. Yeah, but what if somebody did that to your kid? Touched I would your kid. I mean, that's fucked up. I don't want a stranger. Oh, touching okay. Your well, kid. yeah, I don't want a stranger to give my kid a wet willy. But I'm not gonna. But I'm not gonna call the cops about it. Right. I'm going to make BT kick his ass. Duh. Like a normal parent. You call yourself a man? Get over here and kick this willy master motherfucker's ass. I mean, I'm Hold sure- on, wait. Hold on. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm a master. Does that make the kid the apprentice? Okay, so I guess I didn't really think about it as like it was a stranger spitting on a kid. I guess that is kind of spitting gross. Like who- I don't know. Who gives a strange kid a wet I willy? I don't touch other people's kids. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Right. But it's also pretty reactionary to call the cop. And the fact that this guy got charged with something thats is pretty silly. They should just be like, you know what? Ma- Dude. We know you're a master. We know. Yeah. Stick- sensei, sensei, please. Yeah. Let's keep. Let's stick with kids maybe that you already know. You have a, you have a nephew or something? Okay. Just practice there on you him. Go. There you go. I've never had a wet willy that I thought was better than any other wet willy. Like, whoa, you're really good. Your technique's really good. Where'd you learn that? Wait, was it, I didn't even know I got a wet willy. That was quick. How, how'd my ear get wet? Mm-hmm. 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 Messed up. Mm-hmm. Where'd that guy go? That guy's he a, disappeared into the shadows. That guy's a creep just for calling himself the wet willy master. I kind of like him for that. I don't like him for sticking his finger in some random child's ear. But I do like the fact that he, uh, Maybe he just, did try to declare his mastery just of get a shenanigans. T- just get a t-shirt. Oh, that's right. Wet willy master and just do it like that. What's your email? Ugh. W-E-T-W-I-W-E-L-L-I-E dot com. Master. Yeah. He probably has the domain. Yeah. Wet Willie Master. Sitting on that one. I kind of want you to look that up. I bet it exists. Okay, anyway. This is a very long story. Um, but it's about juggalos, so it's gonna it's gonna be worth it. Yeah, I think so. 
Uh, when my daughter is born next month, my husband and I have a very specific plan for how things are going to go down. Call the doula, fill up the birthing tub, allow her to rest on my chest before cutting the cord, and immediately pierce her tongue. For some reason, the last part of our plan is some of our acquaintances a bit rankled. Is rankled a word? I don't think so. I think that's a juggalo term. Rankled. Even? Oh, it's wrinkled, maybe? Is that? No, it's R-A-N-K-L-E-D. Rankled. That's a word. Maybe it's supposed to be wrinkled. You're starting to rankle. you're right. Yeah, you're rankling my style here. Um, Even though plenty of women and some men get their tongues pierced as adults, somehow it's barbaric when a baby's involved. But I can assure you, my husband and I are doing this for the right reasons. Here's Mm -hmm. why. Cultural reasons. My husband and I are devout jugglos, and we want to raise our daughter to whoop whoop with the rest of the family. It's important that our little dirtbag grows up with a solid understanding of our ideals, which include hanging out a hot topic. We stop for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I, am, I am living in the moment. I am enjoying this story so much that I wish I had cheese and crackers. It's really this good. This is fantastic. It's really please, good. Please continue. Uh, our ideals include hanging out at Hot Topic but not buying anything and suggestively licking at strangers across the crowded Applebee's. Yes. A pierced tongue is about more than just cracked teeth and cranial abscesses. It's about who we are and where we came from. And for us, our daughter came from my pussy, which is also pierced. Mm-hmm. Two, it's tradition. I have my tongue pierced. My mom had her tongue pierced. Even my uncle Flub had his tongue pierced. Flub? My husband's family is the same way. Both of our families have the same values, bragging about how good we are at oral, Rob Zombie films, taking Halloween a little too seriously. And we feel it's important to give our daughter a tangible connection to those values. She we- used the word tangible. Mm-hmm. Kudos for her. We thought about letting her decide for herself when she gets older, but ultimately we think it's better to do it before she's old enough to remember that pain. I wish my mother had done that for me. Oh, Three, I want her to look like me. It might not make sense, but that's biology for you. That's it's only natural to want your offspring to resemble you, both in facial structure and optional body modifications you get at the mall. She has got a vocabulary. I will give it to this girl. I have a blue swirl ball on the end of my tongue piercing, and my husband has a yellow swirl ball. So we're planning on giving her a green swirl ball. Maybe it's a primal animal-like thing for me to want to know she's mine just by looking at her. My OB told me lots of mothers feel this way. She also advised against the piercing and has threatened to report my husband and I to Child Protective Services. Yeah, right, Doc. Try and get between a mama bear and her cub and you'll get the claws. And finally, aesthetics, a.k.a. they look good. Plain and simple, tongue rings look tight as fuck. I love my daughter and I want her to look dope 24-7. There's the epitaph. Her epitaph. (laughs) (laughs) Nose rings so sure maybe piercing the tongue of an infant isn't necessarily what to be considered a good idea or a legal idea but unless you're that lady from the government what we do with our daughter is none of your business oh boy what do you do with that and the you- and right then i just see like the the star with the rainbow the more you know right that was a public service announcement that right shit there is tight as sh- tight as, as fuck shit. tight as fuck Right. Tongue piercings are tight as fuck. I don't know. I I uh I don't know what to say. I'm on board. I love that story. It though. was a compelling argument. Very, very compelling. If that's that, that I mean that's what I don't know what the other side of it is, but I'm sold on this side. Right. right. I'm down with it. That story's tight as fuck. Totally. Um and the final douchebag that we have is just a headline. There was nothing else accompanying it, and I think it speaks for himself for itself. There there was a little more information. Oh, there they was had pictures. Uh, but uh, please continue. I think we're going to use our imagination. Yeah. <laughs> Man hires stripper to give five-year-old nephew lap dance. Three words. Out of touch. That dude does not know how to act around a child. I, I think that there is three other words that describe him. Dope as fuck. <laughs> tight as fuck. Tight as fuck. That stripper was tight as fuck. <laughs> Oh, shit. You're that fucking far out of it. Like, you are unable to touch reality to go, oh, actually, maybe not. Now that I think about it, maybe he did not get the stripper for the kid. Maybe he got it for himself. I think there's three other words that come to mind about this story. Best uncle ever. Mm, I like that one better. The uncle uncle of the year, four, four words. 
Well done, sir. That well is done, sir. How'd you like that stripper when you were three? I, and actually had the picture of the baby and the stripper's like giving him the lap dance, but the kids- I can't believe on... the stripper did it. Well, you well, know what? That's the way they roll. That's the way it is. like, well, I am getting paid. Right. They're part of town or whatever city they live in. That's how they do it there. That's they how get they do the it. kid, the stripper. Hey, next year, a job's a job. And when you're 10, two strippers. Mm-hmm. Hooker. Hooker. That's right. You're not a kid anymore. Mm-hmm. You're a man. Double digit. Right. That's the bar mitzvah. That's yeah. what he gets for his bar mitzvah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. All right. I think it's a. I think it's a good idea. I do too. All right, we are coming to the end of another Hideous Creature Show. If you would like to contact us, you can do so by just Googling Hideous Creature Show. Put it in there and we will come up. We have a Facebook page, which is Hideous Creature Show Podcast. We have a website, which is Hideous Creature Show at squarespace.com. Um, what else? Is there anything else? Uh, side note, the baby just kicked. I think he wants a stripper. He needs his tongue Ugh. pierced. God, I wonder. I bet they could do it internally. Yeah, that'd be tight as fuck. They can do surgeries on babies when they're in utero if they really need them. Just get your hand up in there. I can. There's do plenty of room. Pliers, a stud, and a little a skull. Uh, uh, you got to have a little flashlight too. Yeah. But who are we to judge, Jenny? We're, no, we're not. We we're are no not one. judging. We're no one. Uh, let's see. Special thanks this week goes out to one Michael Kelly and uh, Chris Bishop. Chris Bishop is the guy that did the art for of the two unicorns having sex under the rainbow. Do you have anybody, Jenny? I don't. Any other information that we're leaving out? It's hot. I, it is so hot. Um, if anybody does want to come and see my pregnant ass shake it, um, I got some other gigs lined up with my band. If you have a two-year-old that you want to have a yeah. <laughs> lap dance on. I'll strip for your two-year-old. Um, we have a gig uh, September 12th at the Laurel Thirst. It's free happy hour gig from six to eight. They're really good. Very, very and, good. And uh, I think, oh, and also August 29th at Duff's Garage on 82nd Avenue. I do not know if that one's free. I imagine there's a cover, but I'm sure it's not more than $5. And the band's name? Uh, uh, Chris Delane and The Hurt. Go see them. They are very good. All right. So I think that's it. We're going to do another show in about another 30 days. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. And thanks for uh, uh, putting stuff on the Facebook. I know that I get some. I talk to people every once in a while on there. And I always like talking to you guys. Thanks for thanks for getting in touch. Oh, and the emails. I have been reading emails, but I'm so lazy. I haven't got back to anybody. But I promise I will. The intro today was from a show called Mary Hartman. Mary Hartman. It was an old um, soap opera from the 70s. Just go on to YouTube and look it up. You'll find some stuff. It's pretty funny. The outro this week is going to be, I'm not sure yet. So, probably listening to it right now. Probably a stripper. Probably a stripper song. Uh, again, everyone, thank you so much for listening to the show, and we will see you next time. Toodaloo! Wake it up!